Welcome to My Beautiful Stories, our conversations about finding the magic in the mundane. Hello and welcome to Series 3 of My Beautiful Stories, the podcast. This series is going to be very different to the previous two. If the first one was more personal and the second one was dedicated to the planet, this series is dedicated to you and to this year, 2020. We are halfway through the year now and I think we are all starting to understand that this is a year that we will remember. So this series of My Beautiful Stories aims to create a safe space for our memories. Let's tell the stories of 2020, our stories, in their diversity and uniqueness. Stay with me until the end of the story that I'm just about to narrate and I will explain more in detail how I envisage this next series of my beautiful stories. Before I move on, I also had a little favor to ask. Thank you once again for tuning in every time there is a new episode. We are nominated in the British Podcast Awards Listener's Choice this year and the vote is still open. So if you like the podcast, please go to www.britishpodcastawards.co.uk forward slash vote. Look for my beautiful stories and please do vote for us. It would be immensely helpful. This story actually starts before the lockdown. It was a cold winter morning and I had just gone out for an unwilling run sometime in January. And as usual, after the initial, my toes are freezing, I was actually quite enjoying it. And I was looking forward to getting back to a hot shower and my home. So I swirled around the woods, as I always do, and then I started running back through the houses. And then I reached the Rose Street. And this is a street with the most beautifully manicured roses. There is a different rose, different color in every single garden. Yeah, I think they must have a competition that we are not aware of. They must do. And they still had roses in winter. I don't know, January, February or when this story actually takes place. And just as I was running past these beautiful roses, the bin truck comes by and I came really close to them. Suddenly, one of the bin men bends down and picks a rose that had just fallen to the ground and gives it to me. This beautiful yellow rose. And I was a little bit disconcerted at first. I didn't really know what to do, how to react. You know, I was taken by surprise. And maybe I didn't even react as well as I could have. But I did take the rose and then I carried on running home. I kept it close to my chest so that the petals don't fall off. Yeah, and when you got home? All the kids started asking, where did you get that rose from? Everyone asked and I had to tell the story all over again. And then I put the rose in water and it actually stayed fresh for a really long time, which I kind of know from the roses that we have in our own garden that doesn't happen very often. It's almost as if it was a symbol of this beautiful morning and this lovely human being. And it just reminded us of that story for quite a few days. Then when lockdown started, I also started to run almost every day. I was telling you the other day that it's as if I was running away from something. With each step that I was putting between me and the house every morning, I felt stronger somehow. It's really strange. For a good month, I think I went out every day, didn't I? Very short runs, but I just really needed them so much. Yes, I think it's a good habit to have. It makes... Everyone just a bit calmer for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I kept meeting the bin man. 
and his attitude never changed. He was always smiling, always saying hello. A mini conclusion from this story that I really wanted to share with you is that in those weeks of quiet and isolation and lockdown, it was those little gestures like this one that became really important and we definitely started to notice them more. It's interesting, in times like this of quiet, of silence, everything counts more. If you receive a letter from someone who's far away or even someone saying hello or not saying it, you become aware and attuned to how things change and to whether something happens or not. Like, I remember we were walking on the common around where we live and at the beginning of the lockdown, everyone was saying hello. But towards the end of the lockdown, weeks in, that habit kind of died down and there was not such an acknowledgement of people walking past you as at the beginning. I think also why these small gestures are so meaningful is because sometimes they don't seem much to us, but they're really meaningful to another person. It often happened to me that people after even a couple of years told me, well, that really mattered what you said or what you did and I guess they don't tell me if I did something wrong but, <laughs> but I definitely in some of those occasions I thought oh wow really I didn't think much of it at, at that point or any other time until then so so I think it's just worth spreading them around and even if some of them it's uh the jackpot it's still worth it that does lead me all the way back to when i was researching for the phd and i think i mentioned this before that i was really surprised at the way people were connecting the bigger story the you know this happened and then i got married and then i got divorced to the little anecdotes that were interspersed in their narratives these little gestures these little moments when time stood for a bit and they they remembered. And I guess that's what we are aiming to capture with this new series. We know that 2020 will be a special year. It's just so clear from many respects. So now that we are in the middle of the year and we are aware that it's special, why don't we try to retain these memories? Be it the anecdotes, the little things, the little gestures, or the bigger things that have happened to us. Why not find a way to keep track of them, to diarize them in a way? My aim with telling our narratives is for us not to forget. It's so easy to do that. It's so easy to put a certain part of our lives behind. And I always go back to that year when the Romanian Revolution happened in 1989. And what I've discovered is that by telling and retelling my own story of the revolution, I have passed it through the filter of time and memory and I have changed it. But what's important is that I have not forgotten it. It stays alive and full in my heart and it does influence any future actions, any actions that have happened since then. So I really, it has been a difficult year and definitely not how I expected it to be and I know for a lot of our friends that's been the case but I do not want to forget about it I want to learn and and there are a lot of stories that we we need to remember I do not want to forget about my friend's mother passing away with no one at her side I do not want to forget the different birthdays that each of my children have had and will have yeah we were lucky because one happened just before the lockdown we went to the cinema and they just reminded me today I cried on a children's cartoon and, <laughs> and the other one will be just a quiz by the looks of it it's been a very different year to what we were expecting but amazing thing happened as well the planet project is one of those and then we are recording this just after the black lives matter week which has been a very very moving experience there has been a lot of pain but there is a lot to learn as well 
in my mind, this kind of year is simply condensed knowledge, a condensed learning experience. And one way or another, you do emerge changed. So this is what we would like to capture in this series. And more importantly, as always, I do want to capture different voices. So this is my invitation to all of our listeners to jump on our website, stories s-t-o-r-i-s-s-e dot com and send us their story of 2020. There are some prompts and questions on the blog, so please do get in touch. And now for the recommendation part of the podcast, you go first. So I thought what was a good example of a story when someone received some small but significant kindness gestures, probably quite a few, but just yesterday we watched a film about Edith Piaf which is called La Vie en Rose. And it's not a perfect film, it's not a masterpiece, but it features an amazing performance, first of all. From Marion Cotillard. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing worth watching just mm. for that. And her life was tough, and there were a lot of not nice people she met, but in certain key moments of her life, I think she was given certain small gestures uh, that really helped to keep her on her track. Yeah, give that a go. And I have a musical recommendation, a song that I kept hearing this week. It's by Tracy Chapman. I think the album is Matters of the Heart and the song is Short Supply. And it also speaks about the things that come in short supply and are really meaningful. That's it from us. Wishing you a lovely weekend and see you soon. Yeah, thank you. See you next time. This is it from us. If you like the podcast, please rate, review or subscribe. Get involved in the conversation each week on my Instagram account at stories.